When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back. It is our 9 o'clock hour. Later in the hour, we will have a hot seat. And if you've been paying close attention, you'll know who mm-hmm. is on it. But right now, we have in studio a man who knows more football than all of us together. Mm-hmm. His name is Seth Joyner. He's sponsored by Bradford Whitewater Heaters. To find a plumbing professional there, you visit BradfordWhite.com. Right out of the box, Seth. Did it make sense to you that Miles Sanders did not get a scheduled run for 24-plus minutes in yesterday's game? Yeah, I was absolutely shocked um, because going into the game, you know, my research told me that the Bears were ranked 27th in the NFL in run defense, and they were giving up on average 140 yards per game. So I thought the game plan would be, with the weather being the way that it was, let's go in establish the run, dominate the line of scrimmage, go play action when we need to throw the ball. So give me a speculation as to why they went entirely away from that. Well, you know, listen, this this, this part of the NFL where, you know, you've got these new head coaches, these young head coaches, you know, what the data analytics says is that, you know, you run the you throw the ball early, you get a lead, and then you try to run the clock out. You know, that what that's what balances up your run to pass ratio, you know, by the time the game is over. I don't agree with it because, you know, if your quarterback throws two interceptions, you know, the wind is howling, he can't feel his hands, you know, sun's in his eye, he can't, you know, feel vision is all off, then you run the football until the conditions change and are more conducive to you actually being able to to throw the football. That is exactly the right thing to say. In fact, I want to play what what Hertz actually said on that because he was describing what it was like in the sun and in the uh, in the cold. Here's what he said. Yeah, I think early in the game, personally, uh, I really couldn't feel my hands. It was very cold. Didn't really have good vision on the field, personally. Just, um, but I, I think in the end, that's um, a testament to how we persevered as a team and how we believed in one another as a team. It's a testament to him that he hung in there after getting waffled first place, second, uh, third quarter. In that play set, don't you at that moment in time, if you're a coach, go, we cannot continue to put him in that spot. He could have gotten knocked out. For all we know, I just had a call said he's still worried about his shoulder. You saw what happened there. Mm-hmm. What do you do if you're a coach and you see your quarterback ended up with 17 carries in that game? That is not – that is – what I call coaching malpractice. What do you think about Hurts taking that abuse yesterday? Well, you know, I'm going to err on the side of caution because, you know, in week one he had 17 carries, and had he not ran the ball as many times as he ran the ball, 
against the Detroit Lions the first game of the season, they might they would not have won that football game. And the, the other thing people have to realize too is that you know the coaching staff isn't necessarily making all of these calls. The minute you call the RPO, you're putting yourself in a position where the quarterback has to read what the defense is doing. So a lot of times, you know, you're getting runs, you know, when you may want to pass or you're getting a pass when you may want to run or you're getting the option of the quarterback actually running with the football based upon what the defense is showing you. Um, so when you consider all of those things, um, you call an RPO, it's, it's on the quarterback to make the proper read and make the, make the proper decision. Um, you know, and as far as, you know, Jalen's comments, you know, sometimes, you know, as, as, as a quarterback, and Jalen's been awesome at this all year long, I believe he's the MVP um, of the National Football League, but you got to make the right decisions at times. Um, sometimes, you know, he's got to know when to throw the ball and when to take the shot. And yesterday I felt like in those two instances, you know, where he threw the interceptions, they were bad decisions. Um, you got to realize, you got to understand when to get down. And then also you got to give the Chicago Bears some credit because they've got a quarterback that's running a system that's similar to what the Eagles actually run. So who better? Who what defense is better equipped after seeing that all the time? Yeah, you know, than the Chicago Bears, and they really gave you know the Philadelphia Eagles you know some problems. And listen, it's not going to be pretty all the time. It's not going to be perfect every time. They were averaging forty-one points a game, Angelo, coming into this game. Yeah, something had to give at some point in time. You know, they had to have a little bump in the road, and it's better to have it now and still be able to overcome it against a, a team that's so bad that they can't take advantage of that than for it to happen down the road. Okay, I just want to – I don't want to come across as negative this morning. <laughs> it's important I don't. Too so late. I would like I, to I play now – I last 40 minutes. I would like to play now the finest moment of the game for Jalen Hurts because you're saying he's got to read the defense. One time he read it brilliantly, and he saw a blitz, and here's what happened on Hurts comes up. Maybe audibleizing. Let's see what he does right here. Calls for the football. He's going to run. He's at the 20, 15, 10, 5. Goodbye. Touchdown, Jalen Hurts. That was unbelievable (laughs) that he just got past the line and there was no one there. You were a linebacker. Did they blow it or did he see something? What happened on that play? Well, the safety, number nine, I forget his name. Yeah. He hit the wrong gap. Ah. You know, so Jason Kelsey wound up blocking the defensive tackle into him left the A-gap on the left side wide open. And I promise you it was a checked call. That, that, yeah. was not, that, was not, that play was not called in the huddle at the line of scrimmage. They line up. They saw that there was no one in the box. They spread the entire defense out. Um, the free safety was the only guy left in the hole. And he started creeping. You can see you know, pretty darn early he gave it away. Jalen knew what it was right away. And you know he checked to that play. And – you know, that's the problem sometimes, you know, if you blitz. And I'm a big proponent of blitzing. I'll talk about, you know, uh, Montgomery sneaking out of the backfield yesterday. Oh. You know, you got you got T.J. Edwards and Avante Maddox. Both of them are coming on that side. And I know what the expectation is. I've been in that position before. You're coming. You expect for the back to blitz pickup. Well, he went out. And whoever was responsible for, for him forgot to cover him. <laughs> 
got greedy going to the, you know trying to make a play that's not yours to make because if you just have him if if you if you pick him up the blitz is going to get there yeah see and these are the kinds of mistakes that happens when you blitz that prevents Jonathan Gannon you know from All right, we're not being, doing defense no, no, yeah no, I'm just I'm just no saying. I know what you're saying I'm but just saying but you're talking about that play on defense it's yeah. the same same scenario when you don't hit the right gaps on your blitzes and that's exactly what happened on that that play with Jalen Hurts. And you got to give him credit for being able to see that one, check to it two, and then give Jason Kelsey the just, lion's share of it to be able to block two people. Just tell me this: what, if you're on the field and you see the guy just running into the end zone with no one around him, how does that feel from the defender's point of view? Did that ever happen to you? Sure. Do you feel feel foolish at that moment? No, you just pissed because you know, you know, like, like, <laughs> listen, if, if 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 we had all out blitzes yep. in every every formation, every oh yeah, that we had with Buddy, and, and you know that that all out blitz is designed for someone to come free. Yep, you know, so you got a free hitter to the quarterback. So if the quarterback makes a play like that, or the back checks, you know, hot out and no one's on him. You know you're pissed because you know that somebody screwed up and 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 made a mistake and busted an assignment mm. in a situation where we had the quarterback dead to rights. Debbie's on the line. She sings. Hi, Deb. Hi. Good morning, Angelo. I I, I have to tell you that game was such a nail biter. I was so worried. Um, it wasn't a great game. I mean, it was encouraging to watch how many times we sacked the quarterback. But man, when I flipped on to the Jacksonville game. Mm. Uh, you know what? All of us in our text group were all nostalgic about Dougie. So I wrote a little short ditty for Dougie, if you guys want to hear it. Absolutely. Now, uh, So you were overjoyed by the failure of the Cowboys to win that game against the Jaguars? Of course I was. All right. Let's hear the song, Deb. Okay. It's from Bye Bye Birdie. Okay. We love you, Doug P. Oh, we still do. Won us our Super Bowl. That was so cool. Sunday in overtime. Thank you. And Rayshon Jenkins, thank you, too. Oh, that's beautiful. Made it entertaining this weekend. Debbie, that's awesome. And I want I got to ask you, uh, the Cowboys fall on their face. Micah Parsons looked like a fool today. What's your reaction to what happened to the Cowboys, Seth Joyner? I think um... – I said it tongue-in-cheek, but I said the only thing that's more exciting than the Eagles figuring out a way to win this game today is the Cowboys' loss. <laughs> How about Isn't that, that horrible? <laughs> was it sad? Was it? Did you see it in real time? Were you oh, able to see it? We were, like, going into you yeah. know, our post-game show. We were live into yeah. into the introduction of Mike Missinelli. I stopped him mid-intro into the show. I'm like, um, a program alert here. The, the the cowgirls just got their ass kicked by the Jacksonville Jaguars. You cut right in? Oh, I cut them off. Oh, that is beautiful. Joe, play the Dallas version there, number 10 and lock. I just want you to hear this because this is Brad Sham. He has been their play-by-play guy forever, forever. in Dallas, and he seems um, upset. Let's listen. Prescott in the gun, back, throws it over the middle. That's intercepted. It's being returned down the right side to the 20. Jenkins to the 10. Jenkins into the end zone. And the Jaguars have beaten the Cowboys in overtime. (laughs) 
Uh, that was Stephen A. Smith after. <laughs> Stephen A. enjoyed it a lot. Anthony's up next. Hi, Anthony. Anthony, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. What do you got for me today? Uh, I don't know. I can't agree with you today. That's one thing I can't do. I don't know. Because I got a question for you, Angelo. One question. Do you care more about the first 30 minutes of the game or the totality of the game? Anthony, hold here on. Here we go. I love Because there's one thing I don't need here is lying. Hmm. Anthony, during the first half, just explain to me what you were saying and what you were thinking. Okay, I will agree with you on not giving Miles Sanders the ball up until, you know, the, the very end of the second half. Right. But could you look and tell me how many yards did Miles Sanders have at the end of this game? Uh, not enough, all right, because he had 144 the week before, and he's capable of doing that against that defense if you give him the opportunity to do it, which they didn't bother to do. How do you put a game plan together and have no runs – by a guy who got you 1,000 yards this year in sub-freezing weather, 30-mile-an-hour winds, and an awful defect. Anthony, please. Well, one thing I can say, you got to understand this here. You're if a you Stepford fan. You're no, a, you're a robot. No, 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 no. Listen to me. You you're a robot. There is. Well, I have him check the boxes. There's a bridge. Jalen Hurts. Listen, Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts. Those are two guys that are going to run the ball. 100 to 153 by 53, the whole game. Both of those guys could not get the run going on the ground. The guys finished with 315 in the air, two receivers with 100 yards plus, and every You didn't watch the game. How are you supposed to get something going in the ground when you're not running? Because we could not run the ball. No, they didn't try to run the ball. They didn't try to run the ball. Stop. I cannot. Anthony, I must stop you at this point because WIP has a policy against robots. Those things where you have to check the box now, Al. Wherever there's a traffic light. And sometimes, you know what I have heard now, Al? I have heard that robots are programmed to check the box saying they're not a robot. Probably. That was a robot. Yeah. There's no robots on this I show. I mean, you can argue. You can't argue with Jones, There's no robots on the show. On Twitter, there is. Well, maybe so, but not here. You think I bring Seth Joyner in to listen to a robot? He doesn't listen to bots. He will. I don't listen. think so. He will entertain a dope, though. Hey, listen. He. Everyone's. Everyone's going to have their opinion, and you know what the problem is when you look at this game from an analytical standpoint. Yep. You would say that it made no sense for the Eagles to do what they did. Yes. Okay. Did they overcome it? Listen, they overcame. They overcame. It. They overcame the two the two interceptions. They overcame the fumble. They won the game against a team that this far you know less superior, far far more inferior, far inferior. more inferior. Thank yep. you, Al, to them. Um, but at the end of the day, it just didn't look good because that was a team that they should have just dominated exactly. from from beginning to end. Now, when we come back, I do want you to tell us what you thought of that kid they faced, Justin Fields, because <laughs> that kid's got some talent. Wow. We'll, we'll hear Seth on that. All right, 924. Seth is now going to break down the mm-hmm. defense for us, which had a pretty good day at yeah. 20 points, Al. But, uh, you know, the three touchdowns, and those three touchdowns were not very much contested. But they had a lot of other great plays, and here's some of them right now. Fields takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He steps up. He starts to run. And he's sacked! 
Sack number 50 on the season, and it's Josh Sweat who gets it. Back to throw. He is hit. He is sacked back at the 40-yard line. They've got him with Javon Hargrave. He looks left. He looks right. He's hit, and the football is loose, and the Eagles are fighting for it. He steps up. He's tackled. He's sacked back at the 30, and it is Reddick with the second of the game. He's looking. He's hit. They've got him again. Here comes the rush. They've got him again. It's Hargrave, Hargrave this time. That is sack number six. This defense is roaring. All right, two for Sweat, two for Hargrave. Two for Reddick, and Reddick was everywhere. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Reddick's performance, Seth? Wait a minute. If you if you didn't know Merrill Reese and you heard that voice, you yeah. think he's about 6'5", you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. 280 pounds. It's amazing, isn't it? Got him again! He was so happy <laughs> with it. Like but he was killing the play call. Yeah, <laughs> he and Mike Manal, they were game hunting all day. They were crushing. But tell me about Reddick and what you saw yesterday from that kid. Hey, listen, he's he's hitting his stride. I think it took him a little a while to get comfortable, and it took them a little while to kind of figure out how to use him. And that was always my question, um, you know, in the pickup. Uh, but, you know, what he's providing for them in the pass rush, just, I mean, just all of them across the board. Yeah. I mean, when I tell you this, you're going to fall off your chair. Do you know the Eagles have 19 sacks in the last three games? Wow. Yeah. Wow, that is a lot. So they had six, six the week before. I, I want to say six against the Packers. Was it that far back, or maybe? Yeah. Oh, six, seven, six. The last three. Six, seven, six. Wow. Yeah, that's the last, awesome. The, the last three games, and I'm like, that is like insane, and, and and not doing it with a whole lot of blitzing. Now, Josh Sweat, the two he had, they beat him with the same move twice. A little ET stunt, yeah, and then they flipped it and went a TE stunt, and Hargrave got one of his. That was you a know. TE stunt. There. Now I I would love to see them do a little more of that because you know you kind of mess with, huh. well, okay, the tackle in stunt, you know, the T the tackle goes first and then the end goes the ET that's, the end goes and then the tackle goes. That's the T. Okay, stunt you you look there, you huh? looked a little confused as well. Wanted... Well, he had it confused with the ET, the one with the moon. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> he started saying home. You lost me at some point so, in there. So yeah, now, you did. so now you got right. it right. Right, but but um, but Hassan Reddick, I mean, he's just. He's not. They're not running any stunts on his rushes. I mean, the kid is, you know, he's fast. Um, you know, because he's only about six two, six three. You know, he uses leverage to his to his, you know, to his advantage. And then you also got to think, you know, he's got to be strong as an ox because he is just destroying some of these offensive tackles, and they have no answer for for it's what he's beautiful doing. Beautiful to see. I, uh, Rhea, uh, I wanted you. I asked you earlier in the show to please do a tribute to Temple University, yes. where Hassan Reddick played. Are you yep. prepared to do it now? No, you're not. Good. I got it anyway. Play it, Joe. D for Temple U University. Fight, fight, fight for the cherry and the white, for the cherry and the white will. Fight, fight, fight. Take that, Rhea Hughes. God, how old is that, Joe? Oh no, You Jeez. seem like you had a higher voice then. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. what did you get for Christmas that year? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk, if you would, for a second, Seth. Talk, talk a little bit about Justin Fields. What kind of, how impressed were you, and how do you stop a kid with that kind of running speed? Well, you know, I had Clay Harbor on my show last week, and we were talking yep. about Clay covers covers the um, the Bears, and you know, I said, Clay, you know, what's going on? Because you know, you look at him statistically, 
um, you know, from last year to this year, and there's a massive improvement upon where he was last year and what he's doing thus far. And Clay said, you know, you wouldn't, unless you were a Bears fan, you wouldn't be able to see it, he said. But over the last five games, something has just, you know, clicked with this kid, and he's passing the ball better. Um, he's making much better decisions. Um, and you saw it yesterday. And for any young quarterback that comes into the NFL, it's a growth growth curve. You know, the Patrick Mahomes and the Justin Herberts, they're, they're the anomalies. Those guys, you know, they don't come around that often where they're just so cerebral that, you know, they can step into the pro game and just start thriving from day one. But, um, you know, he's having to learn, you know, to see all the coverages, you know, because in college he probably had a handful of coverages that he would recognize. Not only is it, you know, understanding – all the different coverages, but it's understanding how defenses disguise what they are to get to something else. Um, protections. All of those things is a learning curve for him. And as the game begins to slow down and they begin to put more weapons around him, Ryan Poles, the GM for the Chicago Bears, and Matt Eberflus, the head coach, they start putting the, the, the pieces around him and protecting him, and he starts playing the game from the pocket like Jalen from the standpoint that he's going to play quarterback first and then use his ability to get out and run when everything goes to hell in a handbasket, he's going to be a problem for the NFL. That, Redick had him out. Redick had his third sack. Uh, no. his and he runs, he runs down the sideline. Did you see how he got down that sideline? And just that was stepped- mind-boggling. He barely stepped out or he was in the end zone. That was absolutely mind-boggling what a run that was. Well, it was clear, you know, the oh. defense couldn't stop him. The only thing to stop him was the out-of-bounds line. That was it. <laughs> no, that cu- that kid, I was very impressed. Billy's out of line. Hi, Billy. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning, Seth. What are you feeling? Are you in touch with your feelings this morning, Bill? I'm in touch with my feelings, Angelo, because we're 13-1, and one, baby, and we're going to go to Dallas and give them an upset, you know? That would be that would be perfect, although it, that will then upset. lead to a lot. <laughs> uh, that would lead to some downtime. But <laughs> oh, i I got to believe the Eagles will want to play the next game to beat the Saints and get a higher draft Definitely. Pick. I would like Definitely. to believe that. Yeah, so to. you win uh, uh, Saturday night. You have eight days to prepare for the next one. You win that one, and then who cares about the last one? <laughs> it doesn't matter. I want Angela, two more. I want say... 15 wins this year. There you go. But, Angela, I'm going to say about Jalen with some interceptions. He kept throwing them in that win, and he was dropping them in the bucket. Oh, I, that, you know, that's even a, yeah. the, You're you right. Know, even with the sun glare, with the, with the cold and everything, he didn't shy away from it. He, was, he just kept going at it. Seth, the, those throws he was making, because those were all 50-50 balls, to both Smith and A.J. A. Brown, you got to have a lot of faith in your arm and in their ability to catch it, don't you? Those were risky throws if those guys aren't great receivers. No, they're not risky throws because they're throws, you know, in places where only the wide receiver can catch them or they're incompletions. You know, when you're struggling like that, you know, you got a quarterback that understands that. You'd rather have him in a situation like that than those two balls that he threw. Okay. You know, the first yeah. one the first one in my opinion was a good play by the by the safety. He was underneath it, kinda had an idea where Jalen was going with the ball and just kind of drifted back into it. The second one, I kinda wonder, you know, when you look at how soon he threw the ball and where Quez was, did Quez not break that route off at the proper at the proper yardage? You know, did he take it a little too high? And Jalen is anticipating him to be at one at one yardage, and he stretched it, 
you know, two yards, which delayed the breakout. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know, you know, what, what the dynamics of all of that was. But, again, like I said earlier, those two, those two were decision mistakes to me more than anything else. But just so you know, Rhea and I are on the same page on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, after careful study uh, during yesterday's game, mm-hmm. we are in agreement that Quez sucks. No, that's not what I said. These runs out. <laughs> they, these, these, these are quarterback screens. These, the these bubble uh, screens. Yeah, those bubbles. Yeah. The guy, they never work. Yeah. He loses yardage. He goes backwards. Well, listen. It, He's one, not that bright. In my Listen, that's not, that's not on him. That's that's not on him. When, it on? If you're going to run those plays, then you got to make sure that the numbers are right to begin they with. They never are when they throw it to him. No, no, no. I mean, you, you see other teams run it, and the guy's got the ball. There's two defenders out there. The other two wide receivers are blocking them. The other thing is, you, you can't run that play with Devontae Smith out there and think he's going to block somebody. You know, he doesn't want to block anybody, and he tries. But at 165 pounds, mm. he's not blocking anybody. He did have a nice block on a on a catch yesterday. Oh yes, yeah, he did. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's, but it's not what he's going to do every time. That's because yeah. the guy didn't see him. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Let okay. me uh, reiterate. The, 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 other, the other thing is, put Zach Pascal in there. Those plays yep. work better when you have I'm Dallas Dallas Goddard and Zach Pascal. You're right. You know, on the roster. And then the other thing is, you got a guy that's faster than anybody else on the team. Why do you keep running bubble screens to him? Yeah. Why isn't he in a position when he's stretching the defense so that you can either get stuff underneath or you can hit him down the field? But I get sick and tired of seeing the bubble screen screen to Quez. Four catches for six yards. Are you kidding me? Billy, repeat after me. Quez sucks. No, he well, doesn't. But they don't have Goddard. So, uh, your name well. is not Billy, Seth. Back off. <laughs> Billy, say it after me. I'm Quez sucks. I'm not going to let you defame that man's <laughs> name sucks. while I sit here, Angelo. Billy, no, great job. Billy, you Thank and I you know well. more than Joyner. Players, <laughs> players are like chess pieces on a board, okay? If the chess master don't know what the hell he's doing, the pieces have no shot. All right, Billy, did you have anything else you needed to say? I want to say E-A-G-L-E-S-E-G-L-E-S. Very nice. Well Billy, done, Billy, last thing. I'm trying to picture of Saturday night in the Joyner household. Uh, will the game be on? What will the situation be on Christmas Eve? Yeah, I know you are doing post-game, but you're doing it from home, right? Yeah, we'll be working remote this week so we can enjoy the okay. um, holidays with our family. But you can bet 100%, you know. I'll be on pregame. We'll be. I'll be watching the game during the game, and I'll be on on postgame, and I'll be lighting Twitter up. You can best believe it. <laughs> Even if it's Christmas Eve, if you see something you don't like, you will grumble? Um, It's highly likely. Seth Joyner, the Grinch who stole Christmas. And I don't have to be in studio, so I might have a couple of eggnogs in me by Uh-oh. then, too. Uh-oh. <laughs> don't miss that. Seth Joyner, always a pleasure, pal. Two one five. Happy holidays, everybody. Same to you. WIP Sports Time, 936. Let me tell you, you're, what are you guys doing waiting so long for the for the big gift? You have not yet gotten the jewelry you're going to need for Christmas? Well, you better do it now because you're almost out of time. Steven Singer Jewelers, that's the place you want to get it. You know that. Steven's got whatever you want. If you're going to get an engagement ring, you can't do better. If you're going to get diamond stud earrings, which are number one, you can't do better. 
The key thing you need to know is when you're buying jewelry at Steven Sigger Jewelers, you are not going through all the rigmarole you are anywhere else. The price, that's the actual price. You don't have to negotiate. That's what it costs. That's the fair price. He's got the best guarantee in the business. If it ends up not being the perfect thing, you got a full 100-day, 100%, no-hassle, money-back guarantee. And remember, if it's diamonds, whatever it is, you can always get back the exact amount that you got toward another diamond. So that's a great deal as well. All you need to know, you still got time, go online right now, IHateStevenSigger.com, click on whatever it is you want, or you can go to the the showroom, the other corner of 8 the Walnut. But don't wait any longer. This is your last chance for fast and free shipping, so do it right now. IHateStevenSinger.com. All right, uh, 941, I'm going to give you a preview of something we're going to tackle tomorrow because uh, it came up uh, toward the end of the show. Joe Wecht, our producer, put it in my ear, and it is a very fascinating question. Mm-hmm. All right, Al, next two games. Christmas Eve, yeah. Eagles at Dallas. Yep. Come on, Dallas. Holiday. It's monster, yeah, right? System Huge game. Yeah. Following game, playing out the string. Home, New Orleans. 1 o'clock the following Sunday. That game matters the most, right? It does. Absolutely. Yeah, draft choice, but this, right? again, and you heard me all morning taking emotion above basic logic. You're 13 to what? You shouldn't have anything to bitch about. No. That game was a train wreck yesterday. They won it. It was almost a miracle. All yeah. right? <laughs> the fact is, with your emotional attachment to beating Dallas, you're going to want that one much more. But if you win the next one instead, A, you still qualify number one seed by the whole deal. Yeah. And you put another loss on the record of the Saints, mm-hmm. who you own the first pick for. Yeah. And you have moved them up the charts for the draft pick by beating them. Yeah. Now, if you win against the Cowboys, maybe you call off the dogs and don't play your guys the last two games and lose the New Orleans game. You're hurting yourself. You are. But you, will uh, people see it that way? I'm not even sure I see it that way. Hmm. I'm going to have finger food. What? Yeah. I'm going to be jamming in finger food. Instead of having the seven fishes? In fact, I'll be honest with you. I went, you know, I did that one game I went to. Yeah. It cost me a fortune. What? Why? My wife goes to Ray, Ray Panache's tailgate. Yeah. She loves the food. Oh, it's really good there. My wife has cooked on Christmas Eve every night forever. She's cooked? No. She, she, she has cooks. cooks. She, has she cooks, Al. She's not cooks. Guess what she did? <laughs> What's the guy's old. name here? Luis Lesiaga. Luis Lesiaga is catering my Christmas Eve. Oh, you're cooked. I knew that before you did. She, <laughs> I know she contacted you did. me. <laughs> you'll, you'll be cooked by about 9 p.m. <laughs> hey, Graham, who is on the hot seat today? Well, Angelo, though we really haven't mentioned his name too much, his yep. play calling was a big issue. Today, Shane Steichen is on the hot seat. Brought to you by Xfinity, the fastest internet in Philadelphia, and the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Lounge. Hot seat. Ladies and gentlemen, there's simply no way you can be an Eagles fan and say you enjoyed yesterday's game because it was the single dumbest game plan you could ever imagine a team of excellent coaches coming up with. And what was the deal, Shane? Jalen Hurts was flipping freezing. Seeing a situation that was less logical than what I saw. Their own quarterback couldn't feel, so let's throw the ball on every down. Yeah, I think early in the game, personally, I really couldn't feel my hands. It was very cold. <laughs> Didn't really have good vision on the field, personally. Damn! 
30 mile an hour winds, wind chill six. You got a thousand yard runner. It's the 31st rank run defense. Run the ball. Run the ball. The misuses of Miles Sanders. I, I just don't understand that. Me it makes no sense to me. I mapped out a plan that was way better than yours. To have your quarterback run 17 times. I'm worried about him. And, you know, this is a short week and the playoffs are coming up and you got to have him healthy getting into the playoffs. That's priority number one. And if he keeps taking these kind of shots, I'm, I'm concerned that won't happen. Tomorrow morning, when Nick Sirianni is on here, he can expect a harsh grilling. That's mm-hmm. coming. <laughs> now, let me be clear That's on that. Great the voice. harsh grilling will be done with only the most professional courtesy. Oh, gosh, of course. Well, I will ask these questions because I am personally frustrated by that game plan. Yeah. And I would like him to take us inside it. So we're, what did you see, Nick, that made you think throwing into a 30-mile-an-hour wind was brilliant, right? Because you do have a guy that you could have gotten going with the run. Now, he's already on the record saying they should have given the ball more. Yeah, that the RPOs were uh, not his. I would like further reassurance that I will not have to face this disappointment again. Yeah. He's got a big week coming here. Does he have it's a big week? Imagine trying to get a team prepared for a game that really doesn't mean that I much. don't think that's a problem with that uh, system quarterback thing. Yeah, no, Jonesy, they're going to be up for it. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so, because my holiday and the holiday of this city depends on it. Finger foods, buddy. And I, and I got finger foods, though. Uh, I don't understand. You might be what, using your middle finger by the middle of the No, game. it's all Al. It's all stuff you could put in your hand. You know, the steak steak on a kebab. Right, oh, I'm going to be yeah. eating meat off a yeah. stick. Pigs oh. in a blanket. Right, I'll be sliding the sti- the meat up the stick. Smell like pizza. No, I, well, no, we're not doing the pizza. Why? Because uh, Luis doesn't do pizza. Luis does really good Luis food. is a real chef. Yeah. He's uh-huh. a real what chef. What does this cost? Was a, a lot. I have made one thing I said to my wife. Don't tell you. I, t- I said, I can never know. How many what, people do you, are you having? A lot, like well, 15 or 20. Oh, that's man. not a lot. That's a lot. I when, know. I, my, my, uh, I, we hmm. used Luis for a party uh, yep. for a friend of mine. We had huh. 40 or 50 people. Give me, give me a little. Hint. Understand, I said to my wife, I am not Ray Panaccia. I do not have unlimited funding. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway. I can't wait to hear about this. Bit. I'm a man about to retire, Ralph. Yeah, I got to yeah. save money. Uh, You're on a budget now. You're right, budget. This Luis thing is uh, it's very good. You're going to love amazing the food. Chef. Yes. I'm going to love the food. I'm not going to love the bill. Do you have entertainment coming as well? Or? Yeah, I'm going to be there. <laughs> That's entertainment? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Throw a, a stick for the dog? Al, I'm a professional <laughs> radio guy. Of course it's entertainment. Oh, God. Tom's out of line from Let's C-I. all guess how much this costs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll play the price is right. Uh, sir, you didn't finish that. Uh, you know yeah, how much sir, that cost me? Sir, you got to finish that. I can't. I can't. Tom's up from Sea Isle. Hi, Tommy. Hey, Angelo. What's happening? What's happening with you? Like... Tom, what was it like watching that game for you yesterday? I was very agitated because they wouldn't run the ball. Yep. That's it. I mean, I've seen the Bears play about five games on TV, and they're terrible against running, the, stopping the run, and we're throwing the ball all over the field. I'm going crazy in the living room. Well, that's that's what I was expecting people to say all morning. Some of them rubbed it right out of their memory because they won the game. But, Tom, I know how frustrated I felt for three hours, and I didn't suddenly get over it because they won. 
Yeah, they won. They're 13 and 1, Angelo. When I left Marie Antigua, they were 10 and 1. Well, Tom, the fact of the matter is, and I appreciate your call, I do not know how to behave at 13 and 1. Well, Never been you know, here. Just like you are. Well, Never been here. You weren't here in No, I think 04? probably my approach this morning was unfair to the Eagles. I don't even remember when they were. When, they were never 13 and 1. They were 12. They, they were 12. They ended up losing at, in 04, 05. Super Bowl they, season? They went to 12 and 2. Okay. 13 and 1 is uncharted territory. Oh, wow. And yet I'm still in a bad mood. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if they you don't want against Washington, and that happened yesterday, you know, I would have sounded you, even dumber. You know how different <laughs> yeah, this would, whole thing would be if they had won that game they lost? I know. Oh, my God. Everything what, would be this, different. Yeah. This would have been everything. Oh, my oh God. It would be a problem. They lost at the right time. No, yeah. I'll, it's a good I'll, time to get lost. Honesty, you don't want to be on the field. The national no, media would have been all, oh, Oh, God, no. This was better. Joe's up from East Norridan. Hi, Joey. Hey, how you guys doing, man? We're um, good, Joey, but, you know, we're harboring some misgivings. We are 13-1, and one, man. How how better can we feel? Um, I expected this game. You know, I, I expected that, you know, they was going to struggle a little bit. But, you know, I knew the Eagles were going to pull it anyway. It was cold, man. I played in that weather. I know how it feels when you're playing out there. Every time you get hit, it feels like a brick wall. Yeah. So, um, you know, but, the, you know, the best thing that happened yesterday after that game is seeing the Cowboys come on and throw that interception and they ran it, they ran it back for a touchdown. That was the best feeling I've gotten all year. You know, cause Wait a minute. Is... Hold on. Are you <laughs> saying the Cowboys lost? <laughs> I didn't know. I, I had not heard that. Uh, hold on a minute. Joe's got a cut. Let me make sure you're right on this, Joe. Go ahead. Shotgun for Prescott. Looking, looking. Fires middle of the field, and that ball is picked off. It is picked off by Rayshon Jenkins. He's running it back along the right sideline. That is going to be a touchdown. That is going to be a touchdown. The Jags are going to win it on a Rayshon Jenkins pick six. Are you kidding me? Oh, Joe, you were that? right. Joe, I had not heard that. Thank you for reminding me of something I didn't know. That was pretty fun, huh, Joe? Doug, yes, man, did you I, see I Doug Peterson? It. Doug Peterson looked like he had won the Super Bowl again. Can we do something for Doug Peterson? Can we do one more thing? Can we build another statue pool for this game that he just won for us? Yes, we can. Let's do a second with Joe. Thank you. And, yes, uh, needless to say, I'm going to do um, Winners and Weasels Thursday. I cannot imagine anyone will beat Doug for that. And he was so he was, happy. Yeah, he was so pumped. You knew he still hated the Cowboys. You yes, can see he did. the reaction. Yeah. Well, and Edge, they're what, one game yeah, out of the playoffs? Right. They can make I the playoffs. Really? Yeah, yes. they can make the playoffs. Oh, this yeah. game's big for them Saturday night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Uh oh. Trouble ahead. Angela, I don't know if you are doing winners and weasels on Thursday because uh, I think we got some really special Novacare rehabilitation suite tickets. To oh, nice. Oh, so, yeah. I think we'll might figure be it out. Video. We'll figure it out. I just want to I wanna give him his props. He had a great day. Zach is up next. Hi, Zachary. Hey, what's going on, Angela? It's my first time calling. Actually, I'm from Los Angeles, but a huge Eagles fan. Been a fan for 20 years. Oh, great. Um, how do you feel at 13-1, and one, Zach? You know, I just like you, I don't know how to feel. And that sounds negative, right? No. But uh, at the end of the day, 
we don't, you know, the hype has always been there for us this season, but sometimes you don't want to be on the hype train. Sometimes you want to be the underdog like we've been before. And so it's weird. To You're an it. underdog this week. We yeah. are an underdog. <laughs> the Cowboys well, are favored this, by the one. The came off of us a little bit, and the pressure's on Dallas now a little more. So honestly, the magic number's one. Let's just get one win and get our NFC's title and get our number one seed. Zach, I don't care how we do it. That is Let's a very good statement. I appreciate it. I only got a few seconds. Will of God, I don't have much time. What did you need to say to that? Yo, man, I'm peeping everything. I didn't get a chance to watch the game like I'm supposed to. But if you think about it, Jalen is really working hard so he can really get paid. But the only problem is the daggone coach, if you keep on doing this and making our first string get hurt, and they get hurt where they can't be a part of the system for the rest of the daggone year, that's a major problem. Real, that is the most coherent you have ever been on this show. And I applaud you for that, Alex. Really come around. It's clear so thinking. We now. did a four-part appearance by him on Friday. Yeah. He was at the hospital. I, I took quite a bit of feedback both oh, ways on did. that. Oh, I bet you did. Sherry, I got 10 seconds. What do you got for me? Good morning. Good morning. It's winning Monday. And all I want to say is I'm glad we won. I'm not worried about Dallas. And the the, the commanders, <laughs> they deserve that payback. After they did yeah. that face mask, face mask on Dallas Goddard, where he was getting ready to go in. We were going to win that game. You're right, they Sherry. Great point. Karma yeah. is a biatch. <laughs> It's time to do a wrap. Okay, well, first and foremost, foremost uh, I'm a dum-dum. The Eagles are away this weekend, so there's really awesome oh, get sweet tickets. I thought so. Maybe yeah. next week. Yeah, I was wrong. You were right. The winners and weasels would go on this forward. You've been Am hanging I... around with Shane Steichen recently? Nah, yeah, I guess, I guess so. Because <laughs> I think maybe she had some weed. <laughs> It's legal now in Jersey where yeah, she lives. Woo. Think Live about it. Today is sponsored by Regency <laughs> Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Angelo, I really enjoyed your description of uh, Louise's tailgate when you go. Right, I'll be sliding the meat up the stick. All right, brought to you by no, Orange Chevrolet. It's meat on a stick. <laughs> Look at him. He's visually showing you out. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Over 85 vehicles available during Armored Chevrolet's Red Tag Year End event. Visit ArmoredChevrolet.com. Find your roads to Armored Chevrolet closer than you think. How do you feel about the Eagles play calling in their 25-20 win in Chicago? 54% say so-so. Our studio says today we're having great with Kyle Quinn, Keith Jones, Seth Joyner in studio. Our producer, Joseph A. Wechter Jr. Show the camera, John Ritchie coming up next. How did we do to that? 